Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for listening to another segment of Farrakhan Speaks Podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor yet, well, let me explain. It is the easiest way to make a podcast, and it's free. There are so many creation tools that can allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more streaming sites for free. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast in one place. So if you're interested and you would like to try out Anchor.fm, go download the free Anchor app or come directly to Anchor.fm to get started today. Thank you. Assalamualaikum. Assalamualaikum, or peace be unto you, and thank you for logging on to this edition of the Farrakhan Speaks podcast. This week's podcast is taken from How the United States Government Destabilizes Other Countries, delivered July 22, 1985 at the Washington, D.C. Convention Center. Here, the minister addresses the United States government's disrespect and contempt for the darker peoples of the earth. Look at you. You half-baked Americans. Hispanic people, Mexican people, mistreated within. No wonder they have a policy toward Central America that is disrespectful because they don't respect the Central American or Hispanic or Native American people or Asian people or dark people within the borders of America. You are nothing. All your leaders that rose up, black people, they systematically kill them. Well, if they kill your leaders because they don't want you to have a leader and you own nothing, you have no gold, no uranium, no diamonds, no silver, no copper, no bauxite, no uh, fruits, no timber, no nothing. You have our numbers that could be troublesome if the right voice could come along and bring you together. And whenever that voice appears, they crush it out. But if they crush out your leaders here, what is their policy in Africa? What is their policy in Central and South America? Let me read to you from the white man's own books. I think Harper's Magazine is written by them. (laughs) I'm almost finished. According to Harper's Magazine, here is a list of covert actions initiated by the government of the United States of America without the knowledge of the American people, without debate in Congress, without any kind of appropriate response, these are policies, foreign policies, not made even by presidents, not made by senators, but the real foreign 
policy according to the scholars that have advised me is made by the multinational corporations of America. They determine foreign policy and if they determine foreign policy, they also determine domestic policy. I'll get to it in five minutes. Bear with me, brothers and sisters. Look at 1963, an attempt to assassinate Fidel Castro, unsuccessful. Murderers in the White House. Dominican Republic, they organized a military coup to overthrow the government of Juan Bosch, successful. In South Vietnam, in 1963, they precipitated conditions leading to the assassination of Diem, and they were successful. In Ecuador, they overthrew the government of Carlos Julio Arosemena. They were successful. In Iraq, they provided financial and military assistance to Mustafa Barzani to establish independent Kurdistan. They were unsuccessful. In Chile, they provided $20 million to Eduardo Frey to defeat Salvador Allende in the election. They were successful. In Uruguay, Peru, Brazil, Dominican Republic, they trained the police and intelligence personnel in assassination and interrogation techniques to help defeat opposition. They were unsuccessful. In the Congo in 1964, they provided financial and military assistance to defeat the rebel forces loyal to Patrice Lumumba, and they assassinated Patrice Lumumba, who was elected by the people, showing you it ain't got nothing to do with democracy, for Lumumba was democratically elected. Are you listening? This is your America. In South Vietnam, in 64, they attempted to eliminate the Viet Cong political infrastructure through more than 20,000 assassinations in a program called the Phoenix Program, and it was partially successful. This is from their magazine, taken from the Freedom of Information Act. These are written in their manuals. These are murderers and butchers in the name of government. Listen, in North Vietnam, sabotage and ambush mission by U.S. Special Forces personnel and Hmong tribesmen. In Laos in 65, sabotage and ambush mission operating shining brass and prairie fire. These are the names they give their wickedness. In Indonesia, in 1965, President Sukarno, the one who organized the Bandung Conference, which rejected all Europeans and brought together all the dark people of the planet, they organized propaganda campaign to overthrow Sukarno government. They precipitated conditions leading to the massacre of more than 500,000 Indonesians. A half a million, according to the Indonesians, 
the list is long. But in Chile, they organized the campaign of assassination, propaganda strikes and demonstrations to overthrow the government of Salvador Allende, ending in Salvador Allende's assassination. It is America that put in Pinochet. Are you listening? In Angola, they provided military assistance to forces trying to defeat the popular movement for the liberation of Angola during the Angolan Civil War. Notice they are against popular movement. Why? Because the popular movement are for the good of the masses and this 10% of the blood suckers, the multinational blood suckers, are poor people. These are the real culprits behind America's foreign policy. In Jamaica, they organized in 1976 a military coup to overthrow the government of Michael Manley. In 1976, they supported attempts, three of them, to assassinate Michael Manley. Here's Michael Manley. The Prime Minister of Jamaica, a man supported by the masses, elected by the masses. The masses loved the man, but white America did not want the man. So they tried to assassinate him three times and were unsuccessful. But later, they found another way to unseat him through the International Monetary Fund, the IMF. Of course, the boys on the corner may have another name for those uh, 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 initials, you know. What happened back there? Listen now, in Grenada, they attempted to organize a coup to overthrow the government of Maurice Bishop in 1980. In Dominica, they provided financial support to Eugenia Charles in her bid to defeat Oliver Serafine in Dominica elections. And when the CIA brought Miss Eugenia Charles into power, it was then Eugenia Charles who came and stood by President Reagan and said that she called for America's intervention into Grenada. Can't you see? It is white people setting up black people for the good of white people against black people. And what did they do to ensure Mrs. Charles' re-election? They gave her money to pave the roads in Grenada. And so the multinational corporations continue to suck the blood of the masses of the people. In Nicaragua, they recruit, train, and equip anti-Sandinist forces for sabotage and terrorist incursions into Nicaragua. In Suriname, three attempts to overthrow the government of Colonel Desi Butese. In Guatemala, they organized a military coup to overthrow the government of Angel Guevara. In Chad, they provided military assistance to overthrow the government of Gukuni. In Libya, they orchestrated campaigns of economic pressure, propaganda, and military maneuvers to destabilize the government of Muammar Gaddafi, and they also organized an effort to assassinate him. This is 
the CIA. Now in Iran, they overthrew the government of Mohammed Mossadegh and they, America, placed the Shah of Iran on the throne so that the multinational corporations could get the oil out of Iran at a cheaper price. They have been working in Africa and let me say, beloved, they have known that the famine was coming in Africa for over 10 years. They have been warned that the famine was coming. They knew it and they did nothing about it. Here, when the Russians invaded Afghanistan, America under Reagan, I believe, under Carter, put a wheat embargo so that they would sell no wheat to Russia. Under Reagan, they lifted the embargo. While in the Sahel, people were hungry. They were selling wheat to their number one enemy, Russia, allowing black Africa to starve and to die in the desert. We are the world. <laughs> we are the children. Under Carter, aid, food aid to Africa was 36% of what the Africans needed. Under Reagan, it was cut in half to 18%. They recognized that they don't have to drop bombs, just create conditions that exacerbate natural conditions and let people die by the millions and now 150 million black people in Africa are threatened with famine and do you think that America has no culpability in this? Let me read to you from what their eminent scholar says about what the government is doing. You got a minute? Look, don't worry about work tomorrow. You're going to feel so good when you go to work, you may throw it into your job like you have been in a party all night long. <laughs> Here's a man that worked for the CIA for 25 years, Ralph W. McGahee. He's stationed in Japan, Taiwan. Taiwan, Thailand, the Philippines, and Vietnam. He worked as a case officer on covert operations. He's the author of a book called Deadly Deceits, My 25 Years in the CIA, and listen to what he has to say. Mr. Chairman, he's talking to Senator Moynihan. I believe that CIA covert operations, whether paramilitary or not, have helped to destroy democracy around the world. By means of these operations, the CIA has replaced popular governments with brutal, murderous, US-controlled military dictatorships that torture and kill their own citizens. So whether they involve paramilitary actions, political interventions, propaganda campaigns, or other kinds of deceptions, covert operations are all designed, listen, covert
covert operations are all designed to benefit U.S.-based multinational corporations that expropriate, take out the national resources of so-called target countries. These operations hurt the indigenous peoples and eventually Americans themselves. Now here is a white man that worked for the CIA that recognizes that the government of the United States is wrong. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Farrakhan Speaks podcast. To purchase today's lecture in its entirety, go to store.finalcall.com. Next week's podcast will be an excerpt from Why the U.S. Government Hates Iran, Iraq, Libya, and Cuba, delivered September 15, 1996 in Toronto, Canada. And remember to log on to the website of the most widely circulated black newspaper in the country for all of your news and information. The Final Call at finalcall.com.